and welcome to episode 20 of Two Guys Zero Planners brought to you by Penn Chalet. If you guys want great stationery, good prices, fast shipping, and free shipping on orders over $50 in the U.S., head on over to PennChalet.com. If you click on that radio podcast link at the top of the page and enter two guys, that's the number two guys, all one word, you get 10% off site-wide. So thank you to Ron and Penn Chalet for sponsoring Two Guys Zero Planners. So, Urban, good morning, my friend. Good morning. Well, evening, morning. I think mm. I'm just going to live on your time zone. It works better that way. Yeah, you think so? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. They, they say the grass is always greener. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting couple weeks. Well, actually, I guess it's been an interesting week. Yeah, basically, yeah. It wasn't that long. Right, you're getting ready to head out of town again, I guess. Today is a day of packing. Uh, my wife's already uh, on the road and I'll pack up everything and then tomorrow we'll leave for one week of vacation. I still need to tell you which ink I want you to get me. Yeah, I mean, you have until the end of next week. We'll be in Den Haag uh, on Thursday, I think. So that's time. Okay, I will make sure that I remember to do that by then and actually hit enter this time when I <laughs> type the message. Mm-hmm. That always helps. It, it does. It does. Um, speaking of ink and having you pick stuff up, I actually have a few uh, corrections on an ink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did a video on Emerald of Shavor and totally forgot every bit of French that I was taught in high school. And I... Remind, reminded you of some things. Yes. Yes. Yes, you did. Um, I mean, first and foremost, yes. Uh, my title card is all wrong. It's supposed to be J period, not J apostrophe. Yeah, because it's, it's J Herbin and not Gerbin, one word. Right. Yeah. 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 The bad thing about YouTube is it doesn't let you go back and correct stuff like that. Okay. Mm hmm. No, yeah, that title card is actually hard-baked onto the video, so I can't correct it. I was about to say if it was just the thumbnail, then yeah, I could correct that, but I really can't correct the baked-in version. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess I'll just have to live with that one the rest of my YouTube career. <laughs> it will sort of disappear at some point. I mean, you have so many videos already. This is true. Um, tell you what won't disappear, though. My inability to tell silver from gold. Yeah, I mean, that was the other thing where you mentioned that it had silver shimmer, where in fact it's gold, yeah. Yeah, and the bad thing is, Mike from Inkdependence, and I I think we actually talked about it on the episode of Two Guys that he was on for. Okay. Yeah, we were, we were talking about the difference between the 1670 and the 1780 inks, and I know he mentioned it on that show, and yet I still managed to screw it up on the video. But but it sometimes it is surprising how how difficult it is to tell those apart. I mean, I'm the 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 ink mix I made with the Gerbin and the nitrogen. I mean, that is gold shimmer, right? But somehow uh, that it almost appears like it's silver. So sometimes it's hard to tell. But yeah, I mean, I I, I appreciate that you're trying to be nice. <laughs> but even looking back at the video, those those shimmer particles are clearly gold. There's no mistaking it. <laughs> so there you go, people. No matter how much research I do, no matter how much I plan before I start doing my voiceovers, I'm still going to screw something up. Yeah, aren't we all? Speaking of screwing up, 
you did get a new set of Enderillium inks, right? Yes. Uh, speaking of screw ups, so after giving um, after giving the creator of Enderillium some feedback, um, he did make a second variant of the inks and shipped them to me a lot quicker than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And of the inks he gave me, he gave me a new bottle of Colossal Squid Dark, a bottle of Vampire Squid, and a Blue Ringed Octopus, and Cuttlefish Brown. Those were the other ones he gave me. Mm -hmm. um, Blue Ringed Octopus still needs work. It's better, but it still has a pretty bad feathering issue. And I will say one thing, though. He made a huge correction in the right direction with Colossal Squid. That ink is now perfect. It actually behaves on everything. Okay, cool. And same thing with um, Vampire Squid, the red ink that he gave me. Mm -hmm. That one is also very well behaved. Cuttlefish has a slight feathering issue, but I think he'll probably be making that one better. But yeah, stay away from Blue Ring Octopus. That one still needs work. So are they generally available again? Yes, his website is back up. Um, there is another change, though. He's no longer offering two formulations. Mm -hmm. So with how wet the inks are to begin with, he's just going with the straight dry formulation. And if you do think that you need the inks to be wetter, he is selling a, I guess, a, a flow-increasing product as well. Mm -hmm. So... Honestly, I don't think you're going to need that because his inks are plenty wet to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, much better behaved, but still wet. So yeah, this weekend I'm going to be doing a comparison between the first formulation of uh, Colossal Squid and the second formulation. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was pretty quick, right? It really was. I was expecting like maybe at the end of next month before he finally had all the variations set but gotta hand it to him he's pretty quick mm -hmm. so we'll we'll see how that goes i mean mm -hmm. i would like to see a new player on the field and i think if he can keep taking the constructive criticism that the community is giving him it'll actually turn into a good product i mean so far the changes he's he's made have already been in the right direction and the inks are actually usable now mm -hmm. yeah And I guess the next problem will then be consistency to make sure it's always the same. Exactly. So hopefully he's doing a really good job taking notes. Yeah. Hmm. I, I had something else I wanted to segue into and I totally forgot what it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That happens. It does. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also sent me a uh, 3D printed pen stand. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can hold thick pens. I mean, it was able to hold my M800 cap down. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes it pretty wide. Can you also stir coffee with it? <sighs> I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> never going to live that down. Speaking of things that look like coffee, though, what's, what's this with Pilot Black? Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you always get a, a Pilot Black cartridge, I guess, with every Pilot pen you... Uh, buy basically mm -hmm. and I have this uh, nice pilot uh, Stella 90S so I think it's all in the US it was called the Stargazer really nice pocket pen yeah. and 
I inked it up again and I decided to use a cartridge for once because, yeah, I mean, those converters, they are, even for me, they are a bit small (laughs) (laughs) and only fill halfway, basically. And yeah, I was positively surprised by uh, how dark that of a black that is and uh, how nice it flows. See, I like... I like the Con 70 as far as converters go, mm-hmm. but anytime I've ever owned a Pilot, I've found it more pleasing and a much better experience to just fill an empty cartridge using a syringe and then just use that. Yeah. I mean, the cartridge looks a bit ugly, so I wouldn't put it in a, into a demo. So, Well, if you look at the uh, Custom 74 video I did, they actually include a cartridge cover. That just uh, makes yeah. it look all metallic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, so it looks less ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, it also depends on the pen. So uh, in my clear Kakuno, I actually put a Con seventy, and then this sort of, I don't know, probably doubles the weight of the pen, and <laughs> also makes it have a nice heft and. Oh, Con seventy in a Kakuno. Yeah. Wow. Sort of the converter costs more than the pen, sort of. <laughs> That's like putting high octane gas in a pinto. Yeah, but I mean, it, it looks cool. And the Kakuno is actually a great pen, I think. I still have yet to write with one. I'm probably going to have to rectify that at some point. And then you can put the nibs into uh, one of the Chinese knockoffs if you don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> well, speaking of Chinese knockoffs, you've got a Chinese knockoff nib in a actual Lamy Vista? Yes. So um, obviously there are Lamy pen knockoffs and then there's those nibs and they actually fit on uh, Lamy pens and one uh, one of the Chinese sellers. So uh, uh, Bobby, the guy that basically everyone buys their pens from, it seems, mm-hmm. uh, he started nib grinding and he put an architect grind on one of those Chinese knockoffs. And now I mm. have a 10... Ten dollar uh, architect nib, and it's surprisingly nice. I mean, I don't. It's my first architect, so I don't have anything comp- to compare it to. But yeah, it's pretty nice, actually. I'm kind of shocked you don't already have an Instagram post with it. Yeah, uh, uh, I've been alone with the kids for most of the week, so I didn't have the time. Uh, <laughs> see, man, you know that's uh, one of the one of those things I'm going to chalk up to a victory in my world. What? No kids. Yeah, all the time in the world. That is true. It is. There isn't that as much time for other things. That is certainly true. I wouldn't be able to, I don't know, produce, what was it, 150 videos and podcast episodes in a year? Um, yeah, it's, it's been a busy year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, you've been there for 20 of them. Mm. I still can't believe it's been that many. I also can't believe it's almost been a year. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. It is. I still need to get an architect nib. I don't have one. I'm I'm still not sure I how much I like those or not. We'll see. Well, I like the way they do the line variation and with how I hold the pen. I think an architect would actually almost be like a standard um, cursive italic for me. Mm-hmm. And because, yeah, I always hold my pens more to the side. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I basically hold my pens at a mm, sort of 45 degree angle. So... Using an architect, I sort of have to adjust my writing angle to get most most of it, most out of it. Hmm. But yeah, then it looks fun. So the other Chinese pen on the list, uh-huh. 
We went from we went from a couple weeks with no Chinese pens to suddenly we've got two. Yeah, one pen and what is a Pilot seventy eight G? I've never actually seen one, so is this thing actually a close copy of it? Uh, yeah, it's one of the most copied pens I think out there. So this very uh, very thin pen. Uh, I think it's only in production uh, for the Chinese market these days, and yeah, it's one of those fairly cheap pilot pens with the steel nibs on it. And yeah, there there are many straight copies which are basically one to one the same thing as a Pilot seventy eight G. And the one I got uh, is a fairly new edition, and this has a piston, so it's a five euro piston filler that is actually pretty decent. You know, you say five euro, but if you click on the eBay link that you put in there, look at the price that comes up. Yeah, I know it's it's always the last one gets the ridiculous price. But if you look around, you find them for <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, I don't think I'm going to pay a thousand dollars for a Chinese knockoff. <laughs> no, I mean, kudos to the seller, though. I mean, he's got he's got some high aspirations if he's going to charge that much. Yeah, he always does it with the last pen or last whatever he has i don't understand the logic there that actually makes my head hurt i i don't know i don't know either yeah oh man you know speaking of insanity mm-hmm. i may have talked to myself into having to get some of those uh Pannonia inks <laughs> and and pronouncing those hungarian names mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> So we, we had Mate on uh, one of the episodes recently on FPC and we talked about his shop and his inks. And yeah, I haven't gotten around to ordering any of the, of uh, his exclusive inks yet. And I thought when, when I do, then maybe uh, he would want to order some as well. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking of ordering the inks because I want to uh, order the, the shimmer powders he sells and just ordering... Shimmer powder. I, I haven't checked the shipping, but it's probably doesn't make sense to order three euro of shimmer powder for whatever amount of <laughs> shipping I would have to pay. So here's a, here's a good question. If you were going to take a non-shimmering ink and put some shimmer powder in it, which mm-hmm. ink would you choose and why? So the first one I would choose is Aurora uh, and Klingner Verdigris because that I accidentally already did. So I had a shimmering ink uh, in the pen before I put that ink in and it actually looked nice. So it's a fairly dark blue-black and it looks nice with silver shimmer in it. So I accidentally actually had it already tried. So I'd do that first probably. And then of course some kind of green. Fair enough. Yeah, but I think I would I'll stick to silver shimmer for now and none of the whatever other other colors he has i think there's like 18 different colors right i think if i was going to do that um i would probably do it with kwz turquoise Mm -hmm. i really like that turquoise and i think if there was some shimmer with it it would do a much better job of being a shimmering turquoise than organic studios alanina aqua shimmer was okay yeah I think if I recall from my video, because I no longer have a bottle of that ink, I think I dumped it. Yeah, I did, because it got everywhere. Um, that was the first problem. Organic Studio inks, no matter which one I get, they always go, they always get everywhere. Okay. But I don't know. I just, for a turquoise ink, I think they missed the mark. Yeah, 
I mean, that is sort of the downside of shimmering inks, right? Your your selection of ink colors is much smaller. So it's, maybe it makes sense to mix your own because then you can pick the, the color you like and you don't have to stick with whatever is offered. Right. I mean, you're not going to... You're you're not going to make like a um, Athena Eternal Blue with Shimmer because not many people are going to buy a deep blue black with Shimmer particles in it, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you may have one or two people, myself, um, that would do it, but yeah, that's not going to be a marketable ink. So yeah, as an ink manufacturer, I highly doubt that you would go out of your way to make one. But yeah, as far as the inks go, I'm trying to figure out, because I, I said on Slack that I was going to mispronounce them with an Oki accent. So I'm wondering, because the accent I have is not an Oklahoma accent. So I'm wondering if I might have to kind of just Southern it up a little bit mm-hmm. and then put some redneck in there like I'm hopping in my pickup <laughs> truck with a Bud Light to go watch uh-huh. the, them people drive left on the dirt track and sip on some natty ice with my friends from down by the river. Yeah, but then you'd also need to have a different intro, right? Yeah, I would. I'd have to have like some banjos playing or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, if I ever talk like that on a video, please uh, find someone that can drive to my apartment and slap me so I never do it again. (laughs) It actually hurts a little bit. I think that can be arranged. Yeah, um, that, that, that just made me feel horrible about myself. I think I need to take a nice long shower and forget about all the stupidity. Okay. Or just look at a picture of a really interesting green. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I finally uh, managed to try some of the Faber-Castell inks I, I I mentioned last time that I bought in cartridge form. Uh, so the first one I tried, of course, was one of the greens. And this is Viper Green. And... Yeah, it's 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 not as vibrant as the the images on the in the marketing material or whatever Faber Castell provides make it seem. It's actually a a, a nice uh, I don't know, not too light, not too dark green. Maybe it is uh, the pen that I have it in just is fairly wet, but yeah, I really like it. It's it's a good green. Um, I think it matches very well with the pen pillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually between the pen pillow and the green, it reminds me of the Seattle Seahawks. So I approve of that green. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't believe I just made a sports ball reference. Um, wow. No, Is it the first one on our podcast? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I think it's the first legitimate sports reference that I've made. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, no. now I'll have to talk about football. In the European sense. I don't know, but I'm so bad at it. (laughs) Wait, you mean soccer? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. Just the fact that we call it soccer, I think is so weird. I mean, because you've got, there's so many different versions of football. You've got Australian rules football. You've got American football. You've got actual football. Mm -hmm. You don't have to call football soccer. I I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) where this came from. Yeah. Well, okay, part of it came from the fact that I mentioned a football team. The other part of it, that Viper Green reminds me of the AstroTurf football field at my high school that I went to. Mm -hmm. It looks the exact same shade of green. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I don't see where they got Viper from that shade of green. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
as I Google Vipers really quick to see if I actually made a correct statement. And Google failed me and showed me nothing but pictures of cars. Yes, that's what happened to me in the first. Yeah, but then they start the Vipers, but they're more, yeah, I don't know. Color is a bit different. Yeah, I mean, Vipers are more of a yellowish green. This one's kind of more Mm. of just a flat green. Yeah, and they're also a bit more vibrant, I'd say. And I would also say a Viper is a lot more evil looking, whereas the ink is kind of happy. (laughs) That is true. It doesn't look like an ink that's going to jump out and try to eat you. I think I just forced us to take this ink a little further than either of us was expecting to. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering how you would make an ink look evil. You know, I'm sure there's a way. I mean, Diamine Oxblood looks pretty evil. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd say any of the blood-looking inks would be evil. Okay. Although, yeah, let's get away from evil inks. Let's talk about Waterman. Yeah, I... I bought my my first bottle of Waterman ink. Uh, it came yesterday. I had to sort of get get uh, over the the free shipping limit at Amazon for other stuff, and then I needed one cent, and I decided to buy a bottle of ink, as you do, hmm. <laughs> as you do, yes. as you do. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say about it. I mean, I had it in cartridge form already. It's a nice ink, and yeah, I just wanted a bottle of it. See, that's actually kind of the same story of why I purchased Serenity Blue. I was purchasing some other stuff at Penchelet. I think I was just purchasing like a syringe and a notebook. So I was nowhere close to the free shipping. And then I was like, well, everyone tells me I need to keep testing my pens with Waterman Serenity Blue. So I picked that up in a Colorverse bottle and that put me over the free shipping limit. Okay. How, how do you like that color? I hate it. Yeah. Those royal blues, they are... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe for me, maybe it is understandable because that's basically the color of ink you used in school. I think that may be it. I mean, between Serenity Blue and um, Pelican 4001 Royal Blue, I just do not like either of those colors. Yeah. And I think it is, it has to be because it reminds me of school, but they look dull and lifeless. What can I say? I agree. Maybe maybe some shimmer will help. Maybe. Nah. No, no but then then it then it turns on turns into uh, the Gerbin Bleu Ocean, basically. Right. Which is kind of ugly as well. Have you ever used the Pelican 4001 Royal Blue? I think so, yeah. I might even have a bottle or I gave it away. <laughs> well, I was going to I was going to ask cuz every time I use it, it looks like it has more of a purplish undertone to it i i don't remember it's been so long that part of me is tempted to run it over to my ink cabinet really quick and see if that's actually the case but i think that was one of the other reasons i hated it wow what is up with me and not liking ink tonight i feel like i'm overly critiquing ink yeah but i mean if 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 you have enough then you you pick your favorites and it, it gets harder for new inks to sort of stand up to what you already like I think I mean I'm also not picking up that much anymore because at some point you have covered most of the color spectrum I guess I'm kind of slowing down on what I'm picking up because I actually have to figure out what I need to pick up I have to figure out like which colors or which colors I need to actually put into the review cycle because I 
haven't been varying the colors that much. Mm-hmm. Trying to think here. What inks, what colors have I reviewed the most? Okay. Let's see. Playlists. That's what I need. Do, 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 do. Playlists, inks. Okay. So let's see. Huh. I've reviewed a lot of blue inks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what color other than blue should I review? But you also reviewed some green inks. So what didn't you review? Oh, okay. So I reviewed blue, um, red, pink, and green. Okay. So maybe a purple or a light green, an orange maybe? Oh, I did Fire on Fire. That was the okay. one orange ink that I did. Yeah. Hmm. I may do a purple ink. I may actually go ahead and see if I've got a purple ink to review. If not, I'll mm. go out of my way and buy one. Or an actual true yellow ink. I haven't done one of those. Yeah, I have this big Ackerman bottle of yellow ink. I'm not sure what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try it again at some point. It's one of the big Dutch Masters bottles even. Oh, wow. See, I have the strange feeling that once I get the Dutch Masters ink from you, I'm going to immediately transfer the ink into another bottle. And then use the Dutch Masters bottle as kind of a shot glass. A 120 mil shot glass? Don't judge. <laughs> I mean, you can judge, but don't judge that much. I mean, that, that's not a shot anymore, right? It's a bit on the big side. of. But, but right. Yeah. I, actually, that's about how much I mixed with my Kool-Aid tonight before we got on the air. Okay. Yeah. Um, come to think of it, that's about how much, yeah, it's exactly how much I put in here. Okay. Also, maybe, maybe the, 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 the marble is maybe dangerous when you drink. <laughs> I'll let you know after I chip a tooth. Well, my friend, it's about that time. So mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap it up and we'll see you here in two weeks. Bye. Bye.